This podcast is brought to you by Visit Bucks County, which promotes travel to Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Ideally located just 25 miles from Philadelphia and 75 miles from New York City, Bucks County offers scenic countryside, outdoor adventure, historic parks, downtown charm, miles of gardens and vineyards, and award-winning dining and accommodations. Plan your getaway now at visitbuckscounty.com. I'm your host, Brooke Hillman, and this is From the Locals, our podcast where we explore the people, the places, and the experiences that make Bucks County, Pennsylvania a truly unique destination. In today's episode, we venture to a part of the county that we haven't yet featured, and that's Sellersville, Pennsylvania, a quaint little town in the northwestern part of the county and home to the businesses we're featuring today, the Washington House and the Sellersville Theater. Owned by Elaine Brick, who we speak to today, and her husband, William Quigley. The Washington House is a historic restaurant and hotel serving up contemporary American cuisine and featuring rooms brimming with historic charm. Next door is the Sellersville Theater, a historic intimate live entertainment venue dating back to 1894, where they host comedy and musical acts of national and international acclaim. Basically, this is your destination for a perfect getaway where you can enjoy a bed and breakfast stay, dinner, and a show all in one fantastic experience. We talk about all of this and more in today's show, but before we get to that, make sure you're subscribed so you never miss a future episode of From the Locals, and make sure to check out visitbuckscounty.com for a behind-the-scenes look at today's episode as well as some bonus content. Thank you so much for listening. Elaine, thank you so much for joining us for today's show. I'm so excited to talk about the Washington House and the Sellersville Theater because they offer so much and they're really the anchors of Sellersville, I would say. So owning a restaurant, a hotel, a theater is quite ambitious. Did you and your husband have experience before diving into these businesses? My husband and I met working for Stephen Poses in one of his restaurants. He is the restaurateur that was credited with um, beginning the restaurant renaissance in Philadelphia in the late 1970s. Okay. Um, we worked together in different capacities, different parts of Stephen's operation, um, only for about a year and a half. And then my husband and his parents began looking for a place of his own. And Mm -hmm. they pretty much fell in love with the Washington House. At the time, the Washington House had been saved a few years earlier, literally from the wrecking ball by uh, five couples who bought it at sheriff's sale. It had been neglected for quite a while and it was in bad shape. Mm. So they took it over, but none of them were restaurateurs um, and they saved the building and they kept it going for a few years. And then they realized they, you know, they needed to sell. It was too much for them. Right. And, uh, you know, my husband walked in, I think he fell in love with the Victorian bar. It's a 40 foot bar, just gorgeous. And, you know, that was the beginning. So uh, that was 35 years ago. We're celebrating our 35th anniversary. 35 years. Yeah, Yeah. that's a legacy. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. So you're in a building that dates back to the 1700s. What do you know about the history of the Washington House? So originally, the Washington House was just a little farmhouse that was built on Bethlehem Pike. Mm -hmm. Um, 
was a long way in the 1700s from Philadelphia to Bethlehem. So people would stop and ask the farmer to stay. And it just grew as a resting place over time. So uh, in 1909, the, the last dining room addition was added. And that's the way the building stayed until we purchased it. Yeah. So what was it like when you guys purchased the building? Did you have to do a lot of renovations? What was it like? At the time that we purchased it, there were 18 rooms on the second and third floor. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, 20 rooms on the second and third floor that were rented out by the week. So we inherited 18 tenants. Some of them had private baths. Some of them used a hall bath. None of them had cooking facilities. Mm -hmm. So opened the restaurant. My husband was the chef. You know, we had these 18 rooms. He collected the weekly rents and that didn't go too well. So about a year later, one of the tenants actually set the building on fire. Um, (gasps) Oh my gosh. Yeah. They they set the third floor on fire. So no, nobody got hurt. Oh, good. And then three weeks later, the second floor was set on fire. So again, oh my gosh but we lost the tenants on the second floor as well. Wow. Surviving two fires, that that must have been a little bit of a setback for you guys. Where did you go from there? So at that point, we continued running the restaurant as a fine dining restaurant, and we had enough insurance money to renovate whatever needed to be renovated to maintain the building, but we didn't have enough insurance money to renovate the upper floors. So the second and the third floor were a little toasty for many years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So continued with the restaurant. Tell me more about that. What type of food do you guys serve there? Um, well, um, our cuisine is called contemporary American, okay. um, which to me means you, you know, just like the United States is really a, a melting pot of people from all over the world, our cuisine is kind of like a melting pot as well. So mm. we want you to taste all of the flavors, but we take a little bit from every diff- all different cuisines and, uh, and kind of make it work together. Yeah. Fresh, fresh ingredients. Everything made from scratch. Um, well, that sounds delicious. A little twist to make it interesting, but not to make it uh, so that, you, you, you know, you, you don't understand what you're eating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds very good. Thanks. Yeah. And I know at some point the Sellersville Theater comes into this. At what point does that happen? In 2001, the owner of, at the time, Cinema 1894, um, told us that he was ready to retire. Oh. So we bought the theater Mm -hmm. and spent a year renovating it and opened it as a live music and entertainment venue in 2002. We spent, you know, quite a bit of time working on that. Sure. Sure. I used to make fun of um, people who went into the restaurant business that weren't restaurateurs. But what did we do? We went into the entertainment business knowing nothing, nothing (laughs) about entertainment. 
So that was, you and your husband had some experience in the food industry before jumping into the Washington house. The Sellersville Theater is kind of a totally different element. So what was that like taking on that business and and how did it go starting out? Starting out was pretty tough. (laughs) (laughs) We really, we really had no idea what we were doing. Um, (laughs) We, we started running first run movies, doing plays and and live music and comedians and children's shows all at the same time. Wow. Um, and, we, you know, we learned through the School of Hard Knocks what we could do best. And, and that's mainly, you know, live music, comedy. We do children's shows and um, we participate in all sorts of community events. It was it was some tough going to begin with, but um, yeah. you know, now we um, we do we and until last year we did five to eight shows a week. Um, wow! Um, and so you know we have a, a, a bustling music venue and you know a great restaurant. Yeah. So you guys are one of the few places in the area that have live entertainment. So can you give us a few examples of maybe some of the acts that you've had there? So, you know, we try to present a little bit of of almost every genre and we do get both national and international acts. So country, we've had Roseanne Cash and Emmy Lou Harris um, oldies, we've had Peter Noon and Fifth Dimension, mm-hmm. um, Celtic, the Glengarry Boys, Folk, Carla Bonoff. We've had some, you know, more um, you know, recent artists like an Indigenous and Katie Tunstall. Nice. And, uh, a new act that we had for New Year's Eve from Philadelphia, Arthur Thomas and the Funkatorium have to check them out. They're just awesome. And then, you know, great comedians, some well-known, some not. We've had Paula Poundstone almost every year. Oh, Um, love her. And Louie Anderson and um, looking forward to some other, you know, comedians as well. Mm -hmm. Well, it sounds like you guys have some fantastic acts. And then at some point, you and your husband add on the hotel portion of the Washington house. What year did that open? 2016. So that's fairly recent. Yeah, only a few years. Yeah. And again, our idea was to keep the historic nature of the building, but also to um, have contemporary amenities. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's they're, they're comfortable rooms, they're beautiful, they, they relate to the rest of the building, um, and there's, there's history in little corners of the building where we were able to save things like the, you know, the brick chimneys that go up uh, along in the tower suite or the, you know, the exposed brick along the walls. But the amenities are contemporary. So if you love history, it's a great place to stay. The rooms all have gorgeous amenities. Nice. So kind of three different sectors to your business. You have the restaurant, the theater, and um, the hotel portion. Right. And that's what, you know, makes us really special. I think that, you know, you can come to Sellersville, have a wonderful, relaxing dinner, go see a show and then stay over in a really nice, comfortable room that has history, but with modern conveniences. 
When we come back, Elaine tells us more about the history of the inn, as well as some of the offerings they have for people to still partake in their experiences, but in a socially distant way. And of course, we put her up against the clock for our set of rapid fire questions. All of that and more is coming up right after this. Bucks County is home to many stops on the Underground Railroad, from taverns and churches to privately owned farms. Follow this list and learn about the significant locations involved in the fight for freedom by visiting visitbuckscounty.com slash underground railroad. Follow the footsteps of George Washington and explore the many historic stops across Bucks County's countryside. Visit parks, restaurants, and inns along your three-day historic tour through the county. Go to visitbuckscounty.com for the full itinerary. Elaine, so there might be some people listening who have never been to Sellersville before. So can you explain for someone who's never been there, what is Sellersville like? Oh, you know, the, the what I really love about Bucks County altogether is that it has just beautiful old architecture, a lot of history, outdoor beauty, um, and wonderful people as well. So, you know, Sellersville is just a little town in Upper Bucks County. With all of that, we have a beautiful park system to walk around in. Our, you know, our main street has lovely historic buildings up and down as well as the rest of the town. It's just a cute little residential town with really nice people in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know there's a cute little antique shop there that I've been to. There is a cafe that has awesome breakfast. So Mm -hmm. definitely, yeah, definitely a great community. Um, And so you guys right now during this time, I know you have some offerings for people to still get to experience everything that you have, but in a socially distant way. And one of those things, if I have this right, is your wine tastings, which I know you're known for. So tell me about that they're they're really neat we offer the same menu to go with the wine samples packed up in in little portion cups and we do a video so instead of visiting your table for each course there is a video that goes along with each course and we email the links to people who purchase the virtual dinner so they come and they You pick up your five-course meal with reheating instructions and your all of your wines. Um, And then you can go home and watch the videos while you're eating. Many people who don't want to come out to the restaurant even do it by Zoom with their friends. That's so fun. Yeah. Everyone has to do things a little bit differently during the pandemic. And this like satisfies people's itch to do something different, even if they're staying home. Um, And, you know, that's basically the goal of all of our businesses is to give people, you know, a little joy and uh, a little excitement, even if they have to stay in. Mm hmm. And in terms of the theater, how are you operating there? What are you offering right now during these times? Um, Yeah, so we are now open at about 30% capacity. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we've spent the last year working on our live streaming. Nice. So um, again, we are, we can 
we can seat people uh, in the theater for mm -hmm. shows uh, with social distancing. Um, but we also provide live streams for most of our shows as well. So you can purchase a live stream ticket and, and watch it at home. That's and great. Honestly, I mean, I, I, again, I, I, I hate to toot our own horn, but our, our technical director has done just a, an amazing job with these live streams and I've watched them at home and you, you really, you, you feel like you're in the auditorium. Wow. Wow. So an option for people who maybe can't get to the theater or, and it, what's interesting about that too, is that you could also, and I, I don't know, I don't want to speak on your behalf, but people who maybe wouldn't necessarily be able to get to the theater, or maybe they're too far. Can people all over be part of these live streams? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I believe this past weekend we had people from people in Europe who purchased tickets. Really? And, yeah. So yeah, wherever you are, it's, um, you purchase a ticket and again, we send you a private link, um, and y you know, you can watch the whole show. You know, most people are, you know, streaming it to their TV, of course. So they get a great screen. idea. But, yeah. It's a, it really is a great experience. Um, and uh, again, it's for people who are just not ready to come out. This is a perfect way to see mm -hmm. a show. Right. I could see a perfect virtual night happening here where people can get their wine tasting, have a great meal, and then see the show all right in their own home. That's right. That's right. Uh, um, we And of course, we also do um, take out every night. So. so you offer that as well? So Yeah, you can pick up um, a, a really nice dinner at the Washington House and have your date night at home and make pretend you're out. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Well, yeah. So hopefully we're back to, to doing everything in a more in-person manner. But in the meantime, you have these virtual options, which I think are just so great for people to be part of. Thank you. We're really pleased to be able to offer them. So I want to know, it's called the Washington House. And George Washington did have a reputation for occupying a lot of the properties in the area. Do you know if, if there's any kind of connection? Uh, well, there are there are two stories uh, there. Um, so yes, Bethlehem Pike is one of the roads that the Liberty Bell may have been taken up through to get to Allentown. The other is Allentown Road. So okay, um, both the Washington House and the Bell House have claimed that the Liberty Bell <laughs> was housed in their their carriage houses on oh, the way very to cool. Allentown. Um, however, so that may be true, may not be true. I, of course, <laughs> I would choose to believe it. But yes. before the railroad was built right behind the Washington house, Washington Lane came down right to the Washington house. And okay. so it may be called the Washington house because of Washington Lane instead of Washington, the president. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be that as well. And also a possible connection to the Liberty Bell, which is very cool. Yes. Yes. Um, and as I said, I'm more than happy to believe that it stayed here. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I have to ask, <laughs> dating back to the 1700s, there's obviously a lot of history there. Um, are there any ghostly spirits roaming around at the Washington House or in the theater? You know, that really depends on who you speak to. So, oh, really? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so many of our staff have, have seen ghosts, especially in the basement. I have never seen one. And no. um you know, I've been here at all times of day and night. And uh, I, I don't know if it's that I don't like them or they don't like me. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but my staff is, is sure to have seen them. And wow. I, I know that at uh, one time we had uh, uh, some HVAC work being done. Mm-hmm. And they had to go down to the basement and... Um, one of the um, workers came like crashing up the stairs, white as oh, a ghost. Oh my gosh! And you know, was was sure that they had been in contact with something they didn't want to see, and <laughs> and they Get they, out. they refused to come back here after that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh wow! So so maybe there are some ghostly spirits. Maybe so. <laughs> yeah, depending on who you ask. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Wow. So Elaine, we have reached the last part of our interview, which is our final three of Bucks County, where we ask everyone the same three questions at the end of our session. And our first one is, why are you proud to call Bucks County home to your business? Bucks County is just a a great area to start a business in because people who live here have always been extremely welcoming and supportive. My Mm -hmm. husband and I were scrappy 20 somethings when we started and (laughs) the community embraced us right away and and we back to them but in every part of our growth the community has supported us and actually even participated in making sure that we continued i'm thrilled and always grateful to be here yeah it's a great community yeah um and so our next one is what is your favorite bucks county hidden gem Hmm. I think I would say Shimayo Gallery uh, in Percocet. I have never been there. Tell me about that. Oh, it's just a lovely little um, shop with local artisans and artists. Uh, oh, cool. And um, they, you know, the owners are just wonderful people. Um, mm-hmm. When we opened the hotel... I found a beautiful piece of furniture that it's just like a showcase. And I looked at it. I had a place for it right away in our lounge. And the first thing that came to me was I need to ask Shamayo if they want to display some of their art in in our case. And they, they jumped right on it. So when you come to the hotel, you can, you know, look in the case and see some beautiful local handmade jewelry and it should entice you to go to the gallery and see, you know, more of their fabulous work. They always have something new going on there and they do some art classes as well. Um, Great people. Very cool. Well, I'm going to have to check that out. I've never been there, but it sounds like a great suggestion. So I'm glad you mentioned it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And the last question we have is if you had a tourist coming to Bucks County just for 24 hours, they only had one day to soak it all in. What would you recommend that they put on their must do list? Oh, my gosh. Okay, I know it's a tough one. (laughs) There's a lot to squeeze in. 
Yeah. Start in Doylestown. Mm-hmm. Go to the Michener Museum. Mm-hmm. Um, there you'll find out about local art in Pennsylvania. Um, a really famous artist from, you know, a, a broad spectrum of time. Walk around, hop into Raymer's Homemade Candies. If you can catch a movie at their movie theater in the afternoon, that'd be great. Then come to the Washington house. Yes. Check into your hotel room. Relax in the lounge maybe for a little while. Have a glass of wine. Come down and have dinner. Then Mm -hmm. go to a show at Sellersville Theater. When you wake up the next morning, you can have a nice breakfast. And then, you know, head to Percocy. Mm-hmm. Go to the Treasure Trove Antiques, or maybe stop in at Pickers Junction right next door before you go to Percocy. Stop in at Shimayo Gallery while you're in Percocy. And on your way out of town, stop at Freewheel Brewing and get a beer. <laughs> yes, they're so great. Um, have awesome uh-huh. events that go on. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're really great. I'm glad you mentioned that too. <laughs> Awesome. That's a pretty that's a pretty jam-packed 24 hours, but <laughs> but there's a lot here and I think you had some great suggestions for ways to learn about the area, whether it's the history to kind of take in some different elements. Um and then obviously have a lovely stay at the Washington House. So yep. that is great. <laughs> Good. Um, And then the last part of our interview is our set of rapid fire questions. So Elaine, we are going to give you a set of rapid fire questions that you have just one minute to try and get through. And I'm going to set a timer here on my phone. So are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. All right. Biking the towpath or hiking at Ralph's Dover State Park? Oh, hiking. Murder mystery at Peddler's Village or ghost tour in New Hope? Murder mystery. It's train ride on the New Hope Railroad or a plane ride at the Van Sant Airport? Oh, train ride, definitely. That's, you know, <laughs> I'm going for the history. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Quaker Town Farmer's Market or Ferry Market in New Hope? Quaker Town Farmer's Market. It's great. Axe throwing or escape room? Ooh, axe throwing. <laughs> Safe room, not for me. <laughs> watching the sunset at Lake Alina or watching the sunrise over the Delaware? Sunset, please. <laughs> Frisbee golf at Tyler State Park or cross-country skiing at Lake Nakamixon? Ooh, well, I like Lake Nakamixon. Let's go for cross-country skiing. <laughs> awesome. Um, last one, touring the Underground Railroad or touring Font Hill Castle? Oh, Font Hill Castle. <sighs> Elaine, you did it. You got through (laughs) all of our rapid fire questions in under a minute. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. You know, this was so much fun. (laughs) Great. Well, Elaine, it's been fabulous talking to you. Thank you so much again for joining us for today's show and telling us all about the Washington House and the Sellersville Theater. You obviously have a lot going on there, whether people want to experience it in person or in some kind of socially distant way, you have something for everyone to experience in some manner. Oh, well, thank you so much, Brooke, for the opportunity. It's been great talking to you, and uh, it was a lot of fun. 
That's it for today's show. Definitely check out the Washington House and Sellersville Theater at their website, washingtonhouse.net and st94.com, where you can find more information about upcoming shows, live streaming experiences, book a stay, or enjoy one of those virtual wine tasting dinners. Thank you for joining us today. Again, I'm your host, Brooke Hillman, and I can't wait to share our next story with you here on From the Locals. <laughs>